Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? And you know what we do? We talk about the National Football League, and this is week one. The season is finally here. Ron, how excited are you? Oh, man. I was so excited yesterday. I was like a kid in like a candy store or something. I was like just, you know, I had my TV ready. I had a beer in hand. I was sitting on the couch, chilling. Um, I'm excited, man. Real excited. Finally. Finally, after six months of waiting, we're here. Mm -hmm. We got the games and we're doing this recording Friday, a day late. But hey, it is what it is. We can't complain. But what's on the agenda for this show? We're going to have on the docket. We're going to have our over and unders. We're going to have NFL news. We're going to have our division predictions, the winners, the playoffs. The Super Bowl. And then we're going to do our week one predictions. So stay tuned or maybe skip whatever you want to do. We're going to try to put this on YouTube. so Everybody can hear it, can see it. Uh, so without further ado, let's get started with the NFL news. And of course, we're going to talk about last night's game. Great game. Great game. Mm -hmm. You went with Detroit. I went with Kansas City. Why, Ron? What did you like about this Detroit? Listen, man, last year was not a fluke. They got a lot of talent on their team. Uh, I love how they drafted the last couple years. Um, and I'm I'm more concerned about Kansas City, the weapons that they've lost, not health, having uh, Kelsey play, uh, Jones not under contract. I thought the... Um, you know, all, all the writing was on the wall. Um, everything was just like a perfect storm. Um, and it was a, a good opportunity for Detroit to show everyone, um, you know, what they're made of. Did you see how many fans, by the way, showed up uh, Detroit? I did. Fans? I did see in the broadcast. They were like showing all the Lions fans. Mm -hmm. They were showing the Hutchinson family. It is true what our friend said. The sister had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they were basically it was what, 14, 14 yeah, or 20, 20. 14-21, right? The Chiefs got the ball back. Why do you think he went, Reed decided to go for it on 4th and 25 when all game, the receivers were dropping balls? Mm -hmm. I mean, Pony had a turnover. So what, what do you think? What was going through his head that he said, you know what? We can do it. We can make 4th, 4th, 25. Yeah, because that's a... That's not even a Deuce uh, uh, Brandon Staley play. That was just, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I think the his est estimation is that he was going to get the ball either way, right? So do you take a chance and go for it there, right? And potentially get it? Or do you punt, have to play defense, um, and then get the ball back from there? So I don't mind the decision to, to go for it, um, you know, the defense didn't come up with the stops that they needed after that. That was the problem, right? So if you're going to make the decision to go for it, then you have to hold them to like a field goal, get the ball back, go for a touchdown to win the game. Didn't turn out that way. 
I don't mind the call to go for it. Um, they just weren't able to execute and stop Detroit. You got to give them credit too, right? When it when it mattered, they punched Kansas City in the mouth. They just ran the ball right down their throat. Um, and Kansas City didn't have any answers on defense. Yeah, this is to me it was baffling because I mean it's not like it's not like the Kansas City Chiefs defense was horrible. They they were up to par. I mean, yes, they were running the ball. Detroit was running the ball, but I was just like fourth and twenty five because he. Could have punted, basically put Detroit deep in their own zone and their mm-hmm. own end, end of the field, and then like hope the defense can stop them. But it was it was just weird. Like, I mean, those the time management, clock management there. Andy Reid, I don't know, he kind of dropped the ball in that one. But it's only game one, right? So, you know, that doesn't mean that we're gonna automatically disqualify the Chiefs, right? But they did go down on my power ranking, and we'll get to that eventually. So let's go over the un- overs and unders for each division. And let's start with the NFC East. Um, Ron, we only disagreed on one prediction, and that was the Washington Commanders, where I went under you and over. The last couple of podcasts, you've been hogging about how the commanders are terrible. Ron <laughs> no, Rivera is terrible. Ron well, Rivera is terrible. But right. why? So what? So they have to fire him to go over or what? Well, so the spread, just to level set, it's only six and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they just need to get to seven wins to finish over. Um, I think they'll get to seven wins. Uh, you know, Ron Rivera is not going to stop them from getting to seven wins. Um, I think they have a good defense. Um, I think they have the quarterback of their future. We'll see. Um, and they got, a, you know, some weapons on offense too. So they got a good enough schedule where they can get to the seven win. So that's why I went over. Um, I think they're going to be able to compete, um, you know, with some of the like lower teams fighting for a wild card spot. Uh, I, I, but I don't have them getting in. Um, I, I went under because when I look at the strength of schedule, they're like, 0.53 that's like above where the expectation of the of the league average i guess i just don't see them winning seven games at all especially ron rivera and eric enemy i know he has you know uh, offensive mind but he doesn't have the talent there I don't, at least i don't think he does um so who in your estimation makes it out of this uh division in the playoffs um, we're going right there yep. already. So I, I got the Eagles, um, winning the division, uh, as you do. Um, and, uh, that's it. I think I got, yeah, no, I got the Cowboys in as well. Yeah, I am. I'm with you. The Eagles win the division and the Cowboys, Cowboys get a wild card basically. Yep. Okay. So let's go into the NFC North. Cause here we just were all over the place. Uh, we did agree on the Bears at seven and a half. They go under. Uh, the Packers, I I think they're going to go over. You think they're going to go under. And I actually picked them to win the division. I know the Detroit Lions basically just shot everyone up last night. But why are you down on Green Bay? Well, seven and a half is the spread. I see them finishing with like seven wins. I don't think they're going to have a terrible, terrible season. But um uh, you know, I I think they'll get to the six or seven wins. I, I just don't see enough weapons, um, offensive weapons on the team. 
I think the quarterback will do fine. I think the running game will be okay. Um, but, you know, in this division, you got some tough competition, not just with Detroit, but, but the Vikings and Bears. And then there are. Wait, uh, wait. You, you think the Bears are going to do well? I think the Bears are going to. You have them going under and it's seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half for a reason, right? So last year, I think it was like four and a half, and they finished with three. So the Bears are going to be improved this year. Um, I don't have them getting to the playoffs or anything, but they're not going to be an easy out uh, for anyone. So I just don't think that the Packers have enough to compete with the Vikings or the Lions. Yeah, I actually disagree because I like Packers. I like the defense. I like the fact that they're having very, very easy schedule. I think they play. If you play the Bears, they're going to beat them. The Vikings, we don't know if they're going to have a good defense. We don't know if they're going to have a good running back because the talent, I think they lost a lot of talent when they paid for that quarterback for Cousins. Um, the Lions could be challenging because obviously they're a real team. And again, it's just the strength of schedule. There's, it's point seventy forty seven, And I just, I, I feel strong about the Packers. And I also feel strong about Jordan Love. I think that He's had enough reps under A.A. Ron to be mm-hmm. a better quarterback. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I don't yeah. think they're going to lose because of him um, or struggle because of him. I, you know, I just think they need to surround him with some additional weapons and stuff. Um, now, you got the Packers, I see, winning the mm-hmm. NFC North. That's that, that I can't you know, get down with at all. I just think, first of all, I got the Lions uh, winning the division. Um but, you know, even if you discount the Lions, they don't make it. You still got the Vikings. Uh, they had 13 winnings, wins last year. It's not going to fall off a cliff. Um, yeah, but let's let's talk about the Vikings. All their wins came either the last second or like one play away from winning. And I don't think they're going to replicate that this year, especially with the Lions mm-hmm. being this good. And the Packers, I think, are going to be good because they have an easy schedule. I just don't see them going 13 and three again i just don't see that mm-hmm. i i actually have the vikings not even making them that's how down i am on the whole vikings you know except for justin jefferson who else can you trust in that team mm-hmm. that's why i'm i just don't see it yeah i just don't see it so we definitely the north is uh on a watch nfc south is probably like the worst division mm-hmm. in the nfc uh so wait before we move on to the nfc stuff so who do you have coming out in the playoffs at this so i got detroit winning it and then vikings as a wild card team okay so i got the packers winning and then i have the lions coming out as a wild card again i i just you know i told you last night dan campbell to me i think he's a lot of hype (laughs) and the fact that he's you know at the beginning of the season, he wanted like a live lion in the sideline because he didn't think his team, his team was like lively enough. I don't know. Maybe now he has better players on his team. And he doesn't need to do that. But the fact that he actually floated the idea of having a live animal on the sidelines, I don't know. I just can't see that. Bill Coward Jr. That's what I call him, man. I, yeah. I, the chin and everything. I, I like him. I love his passion. Um, I think they, people underestimate his intelligence. Um, I love uh, his aggressiveness in his play calling. You know, 
doing the fake punt yesterday, for example, he has a lot of confidence uh, and faith in his team. Um, and, you know, I think that goes a long way when you're, uh, you know, you're a leader. Um, I think that's going to continue, you know, uh, throughout his career. Throughout, all the way through, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they have a lot to show. And that, that Detroit Lions, that organization has a lot of years that they have to wash off. A mm-hmm. lot of stink that they have to wash off. So yeah. before I get to the Dan Campbell bandwagon, I want to see him remove that stink first. Gotcha. Uh, NFC South. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean... <laughs> You you actually have the Saints going under. I have them over nine and a half. But then you think the Bucks are going to win this division with Baker Mayfield? Yeah. So I, you know, listen, um, they're going to protect the ball as much as they can, even with Baker. They're going to run the ball, and they still got weapons uh, at the receiver position, right? It's not like they don't have the best receivers in that division. They do. Um, so I think it's going to be enough. I think all of these teams, just like last year, are going to be right there with each other, right around seven, eight, nine wins. Um, and I think Tampa Bay, people are sleeping on them. The spread for them is six and a half. I got them going over. I think they'll get in as a division winner. Uh, but I think, you know, they, they may end up with like eight or nine wins. That's it. Yeah, I think the Saints, nine and a half, and I have them probably winning 10 or maybe 11 games. Again, they, that NFC South, everyone has an easy schedule because they have to play each other twice. So everyone it was under 4.453. The Saints are 0.4427. I mean, that is a phenomenal easy schedule. So, yeah, but you, to, you, to jump from 7 to, what do you say, 12 wins? That's 11 wins. 11, 11 wins. wins. That's, that's not an easy ask. I don't care what your schedule is. That's uh, that's and not I, easy. I'm ask. not a Derek Carr believer, but the fact that they have a good defense, uh, Michael Thomas is not the number one guy anymore. Curse Olave is the number one guy. But I do see them, and even though Kamara is a fool for making a lot of stupid decisions, he's still a good basketball, a good football player. So I, I, I trust the Saints. Yeah, he won't be there for the first four games. I think so. That's fine. I think I think uh, Dennis Allen prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, NFC West. This is uh, we don't agree, and this is a dark horse with me. Mm-hmm. I went with the Heat Seahawks winning the division. You went with the Niners. Um, so you picked them to go over. I picked them to go under, and I actually went with the over with the Seahawks to the point where they're going to win the division. Um, who do you have coming out of this division? So I got the 49ers Spread was ten and a half. They had 13 wins last year, um, and that's with three quarterbacks. Listen, they're going to get to 12 or 13 wins again this year. Um, just won't be week, week one against the Steelers. I, I'm not 100% sold on Purdy, but that defense is just way too good. They have too many weapons on offense not to get over uh, 10 and a half wins. Yeah, I think this is gonna. This is tough. Probably my toughest ask. As far as uh, division winners, I think the Seahawks take it, but it's going to be very close. And I feel like they're going to feast on the Cardinals. They're going to feast on the Rams. And it all depends on who they had schedule is coming in, out of the division. I didn't take a look at it, but I mean, just just thinking about it, I'm like the Seahawks 
under Pete Carroll, they have never had a losing season, kind of like Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. So what's not there to like? Gino's going to do Gino things. I don't think that he's being asked. He's not, you know, he's not being hit high, hitting behind plays like they do with other quarterbacks. Yeah, the question is, is it good enough to win the division? That's that's where I'm at with them. Yeah, but so, they are making the playoffs. Yeah. So we, so we have them making the playoffs. So let's level set real quick. So for my division winners for the NFC, I got the Eagles winning the East, the Lions winning the North, Buccaneers winning the South, 49ers winning the West. And my wild card teams are the Seahawks, Vikings, and Cowboys. Yeah, so we, we just disagree on... Uh, actually, we disagree on three division winners. I have the Packers winning the division. I have the Saints winning the division. And I have my dark horse, the Seahawks winning. So basically... We have the same teams, just different um, rankings mm-hmm. for them. So, yeah, we, we're definitely going to see who uh, who comes out on top. Uh, moving to the AFC East. Ron, here again, we have different division winners. I have the Bills winning the division. You have the Dolphins. Why do you like the Dolphins more than the Bills? So... <laughs> Let me talk about the over-under. So it's a nine and a half right now. I got them going over. I think they'll get to uh, 11, 12 wins, and that'll be sufficient uh, to win the division. I think the Bills are going to take a step back a little bit this year. Um, I don't like the way they ended the season. They had 13 wins last year. I don't like the noise this offseason with uh, the receiver. Um, I don't like um some of the losses they had uh with some of the some of their players i just think teams are going to start to catch up to them now they realize it's josh allen or bust and they're going to start to figure out how to slow him down a little bit as he you know as you know as he gets deeper um into the season now you have the jets over i have them under and it's nine and a half do you Mm -hmm. think so you think the Jets are going to overtake the Bills? Well, no, not. Well, it depends, right? So I got it's nine and a half. I got them over. So I think they'll get to 10 wins. The Bills over under was 10 and a half. I got them under. So I probably got them. I got them like right around 10 wins as well. Um, I don't I think the Jets are legit um, to threaten for a playoff position. Um, but I think the Bills will hold them off. Um, I just don't think it's the Bills' year to make a, a run in the playoffs. Yeah, I have the Bills winning, and I actually have um, the Dolphins as a wild card. I don't think the Jets, and we always we already talked about the Patriots, they're not going to make the playoffs. The Jets, they don't make the playoffs because I think, even though they have, I think, a top five, maybe a top ten defense, who knows, they're really good defense. I just don't feel like with Aaron Rodgers turning 40, it's going to be there. And mm-hmm. I feel like with Tua, if I had to if I had to pick between two people who are like thinking about retirement, right? <laughs> one is because it's old and the other one is because he got hit many times. I want to go with the one that's thinking about retirement already. I feel like the Dolphins have a plan B. And I think the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers if if Wilson has to come in for any game, any type, I know that they've been on uh, hard knocks, they've been talking about Wilson. 
oh, he's a better pass protector or pass thrower, blah, blah, blah. He's still Wilson. Yeah. So I don't know, even if he, if Aaron Rodgers needs two weeks off, I, can, I don't trust Wilson. Yeah, I don't trust any of the backup quarterbacks here for both teams, but um, it's about weapons, I think. And I, I trust uh, the Dolphins' offensive weapons more than I trust the uh, the Jets' weapons. So I know the Jets got to, you know, they should have a good running game going. Um, but I think the Dolphins are going to put up, you know, 27, 28 points every week. If Tua stays healthy, and that'll that'll propel him into the into the playoffs. Yep. So let's go into AFC North because again, we I have I actually changed my pick from when we did our Steelers review. I thought the Bengals were gonna win this division, but the more I look at the Steelers, I actually picked the Steelers to win this. Wow. Okay. So they have eight and a half, it's over and under. I think they go over. I think um, they don't have an easy schedule, but at least they're, you know, 0.470, I think is good enough. And I actually see the Steelers and the Ravens and the Bengals making the playoffs. Yeah. Ravens and Bengals get in there because of the wild card. Um, Yeah. That, I Leaving out Cleveland Browns. I know people love them and. They're over and under. It's in nine and a half, which is high. Mm-hmm. It's really high, but I just don't see them making the transition. What 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 do you have coming out? Yeah, so this division is is interesting. I think I, I got the same exact teams, but I got the Ravens winning the division uh, with the Steelers and Bengals getting in on the wild card, um, and then the Browns being out. But interestingly, I can see the Browns beating the Bengals week one with Burrow, you know, missing all that. Uh, playing time in the preseason. So um, the Bengals, I think they are overvalued. Um, nine and a half. Uh, they were a seven win team last year. I don't see them winning three more games to getting to 10 wins. Um, I just don't see it. Um, I think they're going to be on the outside looking in. I do think the Steelers are going to win more than eight and a half games. I, you know, I'm surprised that the spread's still that low. Uh, I do think they'll get to like uh, 10, 11, 12 wins, whatever I had said uh, when we did our initial yeah. podcast. I, but I, Yeah, I think 11, maybe 12 mm-hmm. victories and they win the division. No, nah, but I got the Ravens like I, I got the Ravens really like locking in and getting like 13, 13 wins this season. I just don't like the Ravens because I since his MVP season, I haven't seen Lamar play a full season. Yeah, it, health has to be you know, he has to have good health yeah, he has to be on the field for sure. I just if he's not on the field, then you can't throw to Zay Flowers. You can't you can't throw to uh, Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like they're they're riding a Lamar and he hasn't shown to play all seventeen games yet. So that's why I didn't pick him because I was like I want to see him, you know, play the whole season. Yeah. So yeah, that's why that's why I have them as a wild card. Uh, AFC South. Again, kind of like the NFC South. Terrible, terrible. Uh, again, we disagree. I actually like the Titans. You like the Jaguars. So you like the Jaguars winning this division? I do. And the over-under for them was nine and a half. I went over. I think they'll get to the 10 plus wins. Um, the Titans, you know, seven and a half is the spread for them. They only won seven last year. 
I have lost faith in Tannehill to be even average at this point of his career. Um, that should be enough if he's average to get in the play. But I don't think he can even be average. I, you know, I think at some point in the season they move on from him, and it'll be interesting to see who, you know, who comes in as a second quarterback. I, I just don't have faith in them at all. Yeah, I mean, I I want to say that the Jaguars are going to be dominant, but I think that the Jaguars are getting a lot of like love from the media. Nine and eight. Yes, that's a good record, but are they going to repeat the 9-8 again? I, Trevor Lawrence, he has skill, but I want to see more. Like I want to see more Trevor Lawrence. And I know that he won a playoff game on the road, but it was the LA Chargers. Yeah, they got Ridley now, too, yeah. so they got some more weapons. I wouldn't sleep on them at all. Yeah, I, I, I just want to see. I'm not saying that they're out. Actually, did I pick them out? Yeah, I did. Actually, I did. Uh, yeah, I have to look at that because I think that they do get in the playoffs. I just don't know if they win nine, ten games, basically. Right, the same. Um, let's go to the AFC East, uh, West, excuse me. Really, Kansas City is a darling, right? Mm -hmm. Even though they lost last night, but we know that they lost because they didn't have Kelsey. But any of these teams scare you? At all, the Chargers can still, you know, potentially make the playoffs. I have them on the outside looking in, looking looking at my uh, predictions here. But you know, the Chargers—they always seem to underperform, um, not perform up to their talent to me. So, uh, you know, I think the Chiefs will bounce back and and win this uh, division. Yeah, I think um, any of these teams, they'll. Do you think they go fourteen and three like they last year? The uh, Chiefs. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening, but I do see them winning the division with like maybe uh, twelve wins, eleven wins. Yeah, I do see them winning the division with like twelve, thirteen victories. Um, I do see that they figure it out. I mean, they will figure it out. Yeah. Whether it's by via trade or whether it's by, you know, bring somebody from the practice squad, I think that they'll figure it out. I do trust Andy Reid has a uh, has a plan. Um, okay, so who do you have winning overall and making the playoff? So my division winners: Dolphins, Ravens, Jaguars, Chiefs, and for the wild card teams, I have Bills, Steelers, and Bengals. So I I have for the uh, division winners I have the Bills, I have the Steelers, I have the Titans and the Chiefs, and then for the wild card I have the Miami, I have the Ravens, the Bengals, um, and I think you know the Jaguars should be in the wild card hunt. So I might I might bring in the Jaguars and kick out. Sorry, <laughs> no Dolphins for okay. me. Yeah. So, I hear you. Yeah, because I same thing with me is like, can we trust Tua? Mm -hmm. You know, can we trust Tua? And Keon White has Tua's number written mm -hmm. all over it, <laughs> and he's like three hundred pounds. They, I'm telling you, they're gonna unleash Keon White on this dude. Okay, so that's our over and unders. Let's you know, let's do it. We basically agree on everything. All right, Ron. So let's. Do our Super Bowl. And I think that 
which you have two Super Bowls, which you have, uh, which you have a consensus and like a dark horse Super Bowl picks. So, who are your Super Bowl picks right now from the NFC? So, from the NFC, I got the Eagles getting back to the Super Bowl. What about the uh, AFC? I got the Ravens. Um, high on the Ravens this year. They're in our division. Um, I'm hoping the Steelers can can beat them, but I'm high on the Ravens. I got them getting the Super Bowl. I also I got the Steelers. Uh, excuse me. I got the Eagles making up the Super Bowl, and I got the Chiefs. So it's a rematch. It's going to be a rematch of the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I think they <laughs> both get in. I know this is not good for the ratings, but I think they both get in. Ron. Who are your dark horse choices? If I was going dark horse, I guess, it was, how dark horse do you mean? I mean, they're a wild card team and they just got in. Wild card. Yep. Okay. So I'm looking at my wild card selections. AFC is pretty easy. I got three really good ones. Bills, Steelers, Bengals. <sighs> I'm going to go. I hate to be a homer. But I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to say the Steelers would be my dark horse from the you know wild card spot to get in. The Steelers from the AFC and who is from the NFC? Yeah, looking at my wild card team, so I got Seahawks, Vikings, Cowboys. Oh man, I don't really don't see any of these teams going. But if I was to choose one, I think Cowboys can can potentially get there. You think Jerry Jones? This is it. This is what I've been hoping for all my life since when was the last time they won in 1996 like that i think if they are able to make a run it's gonna be because of the contributions from players like parsons um you know and some of the guys on defense uh, i don't know if dak is good enough to uh, he hasn't shown it uh so that has me worried and again this is my dark horse but i think the defense will be good enough for them to, to knock off some of these teams From a dark horse NFC, I'm going to go with the Lions. I think the Lions, this is Dan Campbell's moment. This is where he, you know, I saw a lot of videos last night about the Detroit locker room and they're like, not the same Detroit. Okay, prove it. Mm -hmm. Prove it. Win some games. Get in the playoffs. Win some games. Let's prove it. Again, this is just my dark horse pick. And then for the AFC, I actually want and I actually want to see The time. I really? want to see. Yeah, I want to see Mike Brable mm. get in there. I have a pick as winning the division. Is uh you know, nobody nobody expects that. I want them to see that. I want them to be in the Super Bowl. They got a new stadium that's coming in a couple of years, maybe a year or two. I want to see them fill that uh that stadium up. Um and let's let's go into before we make our predictions, let's go into our top rankings. Ron. Who are your top five teams for week one? All right. So I got the Eagles at number one. I got the Chiefs at number two. And let me level set. I'm talking week one, mm -hmm. assuming everyone is healthy. Right. Chiefs are the second best team in the NFL. Uh, I got the Ravens, number three, the Lions, number four, the Dolphins, number five. Uh, the, you, you think the Dolphins are number five? In terms of talent, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, they potentially have the most off uh, explosive offense in the AFC. Um, you know, I I think they can outscore the Chiefs. Why not? Yeah, um, I got the Eagles. I got the Bills. I got the Bengals. Even though you know injuries are gonna bother Joe Burrow. I have the Cowboys. I believe, you know, and we were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. They won so many games. And then you look back, they've been winning 10 games consistently for the last couple of years. I really like them. But you don't have them as your Super Bowl or Dark Horse. No, nope, no, because again, I don't trust that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Chiefs would have been number one, but I moved them to number five as of last night. And they would have blown out Troy. I'd be like, yep. That's my number one team, but they're still in the top five, but I just moved them down below. So if we would have recorded this Wednesday night, they would have been number one, but now it changed my mind. So let's go into our awards. Let's go into our awards. Uh, Ron, who do you have as offensive rookie of the year? Well, I think everyone knows this by now. If you've been listening to anything I've said this whole offseason, I have a man crush on Zay Flowers, Boston College alum. Um, I think he wins Rookie of the Year. The dude's special reminds me a lot of Antonio Brown. I think he's just going to be in that offense, too, uh, now that they're going to be you know, passing a lot more. And they got Odell Beckham on the other side. I think Zay is going to uh, get to like 70, 80 catches and win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I do agree with you that he is special. I just don't like the fact that Lamar is throwing that to him. I, If Lamar can show me that he can throw and he can stay healthy, yes, Safe Flowers is going to get this. But I just, I don't have that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of uh, trust mm. Lamar as of right now. I don't. I went with Jordan Edison. I like cousins throwing to him i like the fact that kevin o'connell is the head coach he's offensive minded i think that he gets even though justin jefferson is on the same team i think he gets to a thousand maybe even more than a thousand uh, rookie offensive rookie of the year ron who do you have at defensive rookie of the year emmanuel forbes defensive back washington commanders um one of the guys that I was hoping the Steelers would be able to get. Um, we ended up with Joey Porter. I'm fine with that. I don't think he's going to have a uh, chance to win. He's not starting. Emmanuel Forbes is a ball hawk cornerback, undersized, but the dude just knows how to make plays. Very aggressive. Um, I can see him getting five plus interceptions this season. Yeah, I went with uh, Christian Gonzalez. I think that he's going to be challenged. In that division, you know, you got Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, you got uh, Wilson from the Jets, you got, uh, who am I missing? I mean, this is going to be great, great representation. He, they're going to love playing man-to-man. -man. Pat's love playing man-to-man. -man. He's going to be in the island by himself. Against I, George Pickens. Ooh. Well, that's further down the line. <laughs> that's way, way further down the line. Um, who do you have as offensive player of the year? Tyreek Hill. I had him last year too for my prediction. Um, 
who won it. Justin Jefferson won it last year. I got Tyreek Hill, um, assuming Tua stays healthy. And that is a big if. Um, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, they're both dangerous weapons. Um, they'll definitely both go over a thousand yards. Does one, uh, you know, take away from the other potentially, but Ty- Tyreek is going to uh, win rookie, uh, not rookie. He's going to win offensive player of the year. I got Nick Chubb, and I know that we just take the Browns to not even make the playoffs, <laughs> but I just couldn't, you know, when I look at that offense and I look at, you know, defending Watson and I look at Nick Chubb and I look at who Watson has as receivers, I think that's going to be a a running offense. I think Watson's going to run the ball. I think that this is the only way that they beat teams is through the ground. I don't think they do it through the air. So I think Nick Chubb wins the award. Ron, who do you have as defensive player of the year? Yeah, tough one here. I I started to go with your pick as well, but I'm going Quentin Williams from the Jets. Um, I think he's a great defensive player. Um, He, you know, he can be one of the top five defenders in the league. Um, I I, I can see him having a huge impact for the Jets defensively. I definitely see him getting uh, double digit sacks this season. and him against the run is just uh, unbelievable. So I got him as my defensive player of the year. Yeah, I went with Mike Parsons. I mean, this this dude is a unicorn. Nick Bosa won it last year. I don't know why they picked Nick Bosa over Mike Parsons last year. Harvey has better stats. But when you need a sack, who you trust this dude. You When you need to, a playmaker, you trust this dude. And I think that this year he's going to get the award, even though the Cowboys, um, I have them not winning the division. I think they're going to get a wild card just because of Micah Parsons. Um, we both agree with the comeback player of the year, Damar Hamlin. I mean, as soon as that dude <laughs> steps on the field, he's going yeah. to win the award. I yeah. Mean, yeah. What else is there to say? This guy was... Basically revived yeah. in the middle of the, of the game. Yeah. Yeah. This this is a no-brainer, basically. Uh, Ron, who do you have as coach of the year? Yeah, I struggled with this one a little bit. Um, I ended up going with Mike Tomlin. Uh, you know, it, part of the reason I went with Tomlin, I know it's difficult for coaches who've had a history of success to, to ever win coach of the year. But for them to miss the playoffs last year, even though they had a winning record, um, you know, to, to getting into the playoffs and I got them making a little bit of a run in the playoffs, uh, winning a playoff game, which they haven't done in several years. I think that'll be enough um, to, for him to win coach of the year. I mean, at this point he better. And when you say several years, let's be honest, it's been eight years mm-hmm. since the Steelers won a playoff game. Um, if he wins it, if he wins the division, like, like how I predicted it, and he gets in there and he gets a playoff win. I think he gets it. But I didn't go with Mike Tomlin. I went with Matt LaFleur because there's so much so much things that I like about the Sis Packers. Easy schedule. Aaron Rodgers is not there anymore. So they are automatically writing them off. I think if he, just by winning that division alone, he gets uh, Coach of the Year. Um, who, Ron, did you pick as the MVP? 
You know, I got the Ravens in the Super Bowl and I got them there for a reason. That's because of Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to have a repeat MVP season um, where he's going to throw for a heck of a lot of yards and run for a heck of a lot of yards in this new offense. I, you know, he's never been surrounded with this many weapons. Um, and it's been a while since he's been healthy. Can he stay healthy full season? We'll see. Uh, but I think, you know, he, for some reason, he's underrated uh, as a quarterback in this league. He's a top five quarterback talent, period. Um, running, throwing, doesn't matter. Um, he's someone any team would like that, might love to have. So uh, I got him winning the MVP. Yeah, I went with my last year pick. And he ended up winning Patrick Mahomes. Listen, yesterday's game, they didn't lose it because of Patrick Mahomes. No. He played exceptionally well. They lost it. Because the receivers kept dropping the ball. Um, I just think that, hey, he plays injured. He played He played last year in one foot and he won the Super Bowl. I just feel like that's what your MVP should be. There should be someone who you can trust. Someone who even plays when they're injured, doesn't take any plays off. Again, this is the Tom Brady in the 20 years. He never got hurt. One year, I remember he got hurt. Uh, the Chiefs, that mm-hmm. guy Pollard, went on his knees, and they automatically changed the rules next year. <laughs> like, no, you can't go on the dude's knees when the quarterback. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson would have been my second choice, but I just don't trust it. Yeah. I just don't trust him to play all 17 games. I know he got a big contract. I mean, a really big contract. He's getting paid. Not as big as Burroughs. Not as big as Burroughs, not as big as Justin Herbert, and neither one have won anything. Hmm. Like, I know at least Joe Burroughs made it to the Super Bowl. I can't say the same about Herbert, and I can definitely not say the same about um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar's won MVP, so. Yeah, not a Super Bowl, though. So (laughs) that's, that's where it counts, and Joe Burroughs will tell you. Uh, MVP is nice, but winning the Super Bowl is even nicer. So that's our awards for uh, this year, 2023. Now, let's go into our week one predictions, finally. So week one, New England comes in. Uh, New England hosts Philadelphia. Run. They're four points uh, underdog. What did you, uh, four point favorite, excuse me. What did you, uh, what's your final score? No, they're under. So Patriots are underdogs. Oh, Philly's favorite. Philly's favorite. Excuse me. So uh, you're going to be at this game. I'm going to be at this game. Flying from Orlando tomorrow morning. Yep. Yep. You're going into New England to see them lose because I got Philly winning. Uh, I don't have them making beating the spread though. I got this actually being a close game. I got Philly winning twenty three twenty. I think the Patriots defense is underrated. Um, This you know as they always are for whatever reason. They'll be able to get some stops. I don't think they have enough offensively, uh, but I see Philly winning this 23-20. I do. And you know what? Flying in to see your team, you're used to that. Yeah. Seeing them lose. <laughs> so don't tell me I'm flying in for no reason. Obviously, I'm flying in because they're doing this whole ceremony for Tom Brady, and I didn't want to miss that. But I do see them losing 24-21. I think Jalen Hurst, he probably was my third MVP candidate um, behind Lamar and behind uh, Patrick. 
I just, this is just too much. Now, Philadelphia is not going to repeat what they did last year. I don't think any. Because they were dominant with capital D. Mm -hmm. I just don't have, I don't think the Patriots have enough to pull this one off. But I do see a close game. And four points, it's not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. So I do see them losing the game. Uh, San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is actually an underdog at home mm -hmm. by two and a half. Ron, what's your pick? Yeah, I wrote down a big score here. 24-13 uh, uh, Pittsburgh winning. The more time that goes by, the, the more nervous I'm getting. And it's not because of Bosa playing or Kittles playing or anything like that. I, I just got, you know, that week one nerves because we're playing a damn good team. And Purdy, like Purdy doesn't scare me, like I said. But this is a damn good team. It's not going to be easy to put up points um, no matter how good we looked offensively in the preseason. Um, we're arguably going against the best defense in the league. So, um, but I got the Steelers winning 24, 13. I'm going to stick to that. Uh, I just think, um, you know, we're, we're a healthy team. Uh, we're a hungry team and we're playing at home. Yeah. I, you know, initially when we did the Steelers review, I actually had them losing this game, but I'm, I'm actually flipping. I think that the Steelers can pull this one off. No George Kittle. Nick Bosa, I guess, is going to play. Brock Purdy, I still want to see more. I, I feel like I haven't seen enough where I'm confident in saying that San Francisco is going to win this game. Even though they have so much talent. Mm -hmm. So much talent that they don't, technically, they don't need a QE. But we saw that when it comes to the championship game, they actually do need somebody to... At least throw the ball. Yeah. Get the hand. So I have the Steelers winning this game 24 to 17. And it might be even be closer than that. It might be like 21, 24. But I do have the Steelers pulling this one off. And I think that this will carry them to like, hey, we just beat, beat one of the best teams yes. in the country. I think that this is going to be uh, exceptional for them. Yes. Um. Who is your upset special? All right. So this was a tough one, as it always is. Uh, our upset specials, we're looking at spreads at three points or higher. Yep. Um, yep. I'm not confident in this at all, but I got the Bucks, my division winners, going into Minnesota, five and a half point underdogs, pulling off an upset, winning 24-23 against the Vikings. Yeah, that's definitely an upset special. I mean, got the Bucks, Baker Mayfield at Minnesota where it gets loud. Five and a half. That that's a that's definitely a special. I actually went with the Raiders playing the Broncos. I think the spread is uh one and a half. Let me just double check. Three and a half, so it's right on the number that we asked. And I actually I think that the Raiders can pull this one off. I think that Peyton and Wilson still haven't figured it out what they're going to do on offense. And I trust Jimmy G and Josh McDaniel to have a plan. I mean, they do have Devontae Adams and the defense wasn't terrible, terribly bad. But I, I can see them winning this game. I have a 24 to 17 
I don't even know if they score that many points. It might be lower than that. It might be like 17 to 13, but I do have the Raiders winning this one. Um, would you put money on your special upset special? Mm, against that spread, I think I would, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, five and a half is a lot of points. It uh, doesn't mean Tampa has to win, but, you know, I I think uh, Tampa would beat that spread. Um, I got them winning the game, pulling off a complete upset. Um, I I put fifty bucks. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think I think I might actually I might actually go to uh, a fake hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the Raiders to at least you know not get Josh McDaniel fired. Because <laughs> you who knows with the Raiders who knows you know Davis the Davis family who knows. So that's our pick for the day. That's our special upsets pick for week one. Ron, do you wanna you wanna say anything to the people out there that are listening and watching? Thanks so much for the, all of the support. Um, I know you're just as excited as we are that football is here. Um, wish us luck. Wish the Steelers luck. Wish the Patriots luck. Wish your team luck. Whatever team you vote for, uh, and you're a fan of. Uh, but thank you again for your support. We appreciate it. Um, and let's ha- all have a, a great season. Yes. Thank you. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're up to 3,300 downloads, which is, you know, for us is a lot. So we appreciate everyone listening in. Uh, we're going to continue to crank these out, especially when the NFL season start. Uh, other than that, I'm going to say peace. Peace. guys thanks again for listening and supporting us you can find us at the sim podcast on instagram and twitter or you can email us at shutympodcast at gmail.com